Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This is the SEC Insider Hit, presented by your local Farm Bureau insurance agent. Go local. Go with a home team. Uh, Good morning. Welcome in. We'll have Tom Luganbill on the show. Mr. College Football. I think I just made that up. Uh, National College Football Analyst with ESPN, Tom Luganville, will join us on the Yingling Lager Guest Line. Want to say good morning to you. Welcome in to the show. We are the Out of Bounds Show. I'm back from a trip to the... From a trip, yeah. To the Bluegrass State of Kentucky. And uh, stayed in Lexington, Kentucky for a couple of nights. Our friends at uh, Wild Turkey um, were kind of n- kind enough to invite us to go up there. And we kind of married the trip with a uh, barrel pick, uh, which some of you will have access to at Briarwood Wine and Spirits. Nathan McCarty was on the trip with me, along with uh, two Wild Turkey dudes. And we did a barrel pick for Russell's Reserve Bourbon, um, which is in the Wild Turkey portfolio. It's their premium small batch. It's delicious. Uh, We had an opportunity to pick, uh, to go through eight barrels. Um, It was special for us, for all of us, because um, Jimmy Russell, the icon and legend uh, at Wild Turkey and in the... uh, and in the bourbon industry with Booker and Elmer T. Lee. I mean, those are the three the three horses. Um, his grandson, Bruce Russell, uh, was there for our barrel pick. I mean, he was the guy who led it. So that was really cool. And then at the end, we did not know he was going to do this. He had a barrel uh, about 30 feet to the side. I didn't even see it because we're, we're in a rick house and there's I don't know how many barrels there's in there. I, thousands. And and we're in there, and so there's barrels all around you. They obviously take them down off these barrel shelves, whatever, and you try them and so on. And then, you, you know, you whittle it down to two or three, and then you try that, and then Nate gets to pick what he wants to roll with. And, and they'll bottle it up and make it all fancy, and it'll have the Russell's Reserve label on it. You'll be able to walk in there uh, maybe somewhere around December 1, give or take, and buy one at Briarwood Wine and Spirits. But after the whole thing was over, and we're thanking him, and, you know, he's 33 years old. He's a super cool young man. He's very grounded. His grandfather's Jimmy Russell who was the first master distiller for Wild Turkey. His dad's Eddie Russell, who is the current master distiller for Wild Turkey. And he's just a dude with a lot of charisma, and, and but but so level-headed. Afterwards, he's like, hey, guys, why don't y'all come over here? I want you to try this. It was a, a 
14 year old rye. And it, he, he, and he said, you know, I think it's special. So when, when a, when a guy <laughs> like that, who's now the master blender for wild Turkey says, Hey, I, I think this rye that's been in this barrel for 14 years is special. Do you want to try it? You just say, yeah, yeah. And so we got to do that. I also want to let y'all know that, uh, the guy who gave us the private tour of the Wild Turkey Distillery is a guy named Bo Garrett. And he was the lead guitarist for Montgomery Gentry for almost 30 years. And he's one of those men that just has these amazing stories. Uh, just story after story. Um, from one, his Montgomery Gentry days of being the lead guitarist. And they traveled all over the world and they were hot for a while. I mean, for a long while, and they played in, you know, packed houses in, from, from Japan to Europe to obviously all over uh, America. And uh, his name's Bo Garrett. You can look him up. And just super, super salt-of-the-earth nice guy. And he gave us our uh, private tour of, of Wild Turkey. So that's why I was up there. We had a great time. Stayed right across from Rupp Arena. And in Lexington, it is, uh, it's the coolest town in the SEC. And a lot of it is the bourbon and the horses. And they're everywhere, as y'all know. Um, but it's just beautiful, beautiful area. Wonderful people, a lot like Mississippi. And uh, we had a blast. Really got us re- even more ready for, and I know that's, that's basketball country. But um, it got us ready for football. And it was a fantastic trip. You'll be able, we'll let you know when the Russell's Reserve barrel pick drops at Briarwood Wanted Spirits. But I think it'll be right before, right at the holiday, see, Christmas for that holiday season, Blake. If you ask Joe Moorhead, that's blue blood football country. Oh, wow. Wow. I didn't know you were going to go there that early. Shots this fired. early. Yeah, well, you know. You got everybody rolling. They're just Some people are only on their like third sip of coffee. Hey, I've already finished my first cup. We're, we're rocking and rolling. We're here. rocking and rolling. That's, uh, that's Blake Scott. I'm your host, Bo Bounds. Blake says we're rocking and rolling on a Monday. Good morning. Welcome in. Um, it's, uh, I feel like it's a championship Monday. So I, we did all that. Then I flew. I can't remember when the last time I flew in or out of Golden Triangle. But I flew from Lexington into Columbus. Airport, it's so it's so awesome moving in and out of uh, small airports to really small airports. I mean, I love the a lot of people make fun of it. I love the Jackson Airport, easy to get in and out. Lexington Airport, easy to get in and out, and Columbus Airport, easy you know to get in and out. I, I just that's that's awesome, and I mean you still get on the same plane that gets on that goes really fast and gets you you know where you need to go, but. Uh, Flew back in and moved my daughter into uh, Blake. So I took this job the month she was born. And she just moved in. That's crazy. I moved her in the dorm at Mississippi State yesterday. That's nuts. Yeah. That is uh, that is a, a crazy thing to think about. It, it is. It is. So that that's done. There, there was a lot going on there. I will say this, and I think I'm, I'm confident. Other universities do a great job. But it, now we we did the new, I mean, not the new, the early yes. uh, what a move-in dorm thing. Yes. And, and but there were still a lot of people. I think I was told 1,300 people of the freshman class moved in yesterday. Not all in the same dorm, obviously. People are spread out around the campus. 
But I thought it was about as efficient as it, as you can get. I mean, we got in, they got a streamline, you know, understood what, where you were going, what you were doing, blah, blah, blah. So, yeah. I mean, there's only all so much. All, you, yeah. I was, as far as the process, yeah. I was happy. There's only so much you can do. Yeah. I mean, you just, you're moving into a, an apartment building with so many other people, right? I mean, there's I not. I believe they ha- all yeah. have their own bathrooms and showers. Uh, for the most part, that's, that's incredible. That, so I know that's changed the last, you know, 10, 15, 20 years. Yeah. But, you know, I went to college in the nineties and, and, and then it was funny listening to other parents that are older than me, um, or my parents talk about their, their dorms, but, uh, now they all have their own showers. Uh, I don't think every single dorm does, but the, the, be- the new dorms uh, all do. And the better, like, so the dorm that's right, whole hall right there by the stadium. Okay. Does, it did not the last time I was in it. Gotcha. Now, that was probably five okay. or six years ago, but. Well, she's in another one yeah. that does. It's, she's it, in the it, nicer it, ones. It's yeah. <laughs> been built recently. Yeah. And, uh. It's newer. Yeah. How about that? My dorm at LSU did not. We had communal showers. Oh, really? That's so surprising. My dorm at LSU was called Hergit Hall. It's one of the oldest ones. Oh, and, okay. Uh, it was, they had, each floor was a different gender. So odds were male, evens were female. Gotcha. And, but, but every floor had communal bathroom and showers. Gotcha. Yeah. So that's how it was at, at when I was at LSU. And then at State, my cousin lived in Hull, and that was communal showers as well. Gotcha. So... Okay. I don't I think the so new ones are all that way. So this thing is like one wing is is boys, the other one's girls. Yeah. But it's newer like they the all new have stuff their own is way nicer. bathrooms yeah. and showers things. Uh TJ said did I shed a tear? I did not. Um and I guess because I'm up there so much and I'll be up there a lot and she's only, you know, less than 2 hours away. Um I mean was there a little bit of emotion? Yeah, were there tears? No. Plus, she was so excited. I mean, she was just like, all right, see y'all. Uh, I mean, we took her to lunch after moving her in. We went to Two Brothers. Oh, oh. And I really enjoyed that. I did not see the legend, Terry Powell. What'd you have? Um, so, Wendy, Ella Hall and I have been there before, okay, because she likes to go to baseball games with me, right? And so, it's a natural spot to go either before or after a game. Of course. And Ella Hall had these uh, tacos the street tacos oh. that she wanted. Ooh. Um, I'll have to look it up. They were chicken and was it Chipotle? I can't remember, but anyway, they looked fabulous. Um, Wendy and I split the pulled pork uh, Ooh. grilled cheese. Ooh. And she had never uh, eaten there. And so she was super excited. And we, we had a wonderful meal. That's we crazy. had the cheese fritters as the app. God, you know, the little balls. They they bring them out in that little bitty cast iron looking yeah. thing. They are delicious. I can't believe she either. Hadn't I been missed there. those or haven't had them in a while. Yeah, you I can't believe what I can't believe she hadn't been there. I think she, I think we've been there for a beverage. Yeah, but not to. She has not to eat. It I was. Mean, I'm, I'm there all the time. Yeah, a lot of times she's not there. It's so good. Uh, yeah, I I can't be in Starville and not try to swing by at least once. So yeah, I'm jealous. It was fun though to to hit. We were exhausted, but uh, but it was fun to hit two brothers on the way out of town. So the way to go. I think that place will do okay from here on out. Yeah. Now, now that the fine. campus is back awake in Startville and Oxford and Hattiesburg and Roll Tide, all, you know, just thousands and thousands of people all of a sudden come back overnight. 
um, you can flip that switch and know that all the fun places that we like to go are going to do very well now through Christmas, which is good. Well, in baseball, I mean, now with baseball the way it is, it's really from now until May, right? I mean, no it's doubt. just the summer. It used to be a different time. Now, now the you really only have to survive the summer months. You know, the, uh, well, the rest are pretty good. And Starkville's come a long way culinary-wise because <laughs> it used to be Danvers, Bulldog <laughs> Deli, Harvey's, and the Grill. Uh, and I guess Little Dewey, I don't know when they started, but yeah. but you did not have just a ton of options. There were some other little, you know, no. places that I missed. I can't go through all of them. But, but I mean, you know, when Danvers was one of your main spots, you knew you, you had a long way to go. Hello. Yeah. Obviously, Oxford got a jump on the culinary thing. Even even Hattiesburg, Robert St. John started his first restaurant in 1987, Purple Parrot. It's now El Rio. But uh, that place has come a long way on the culinary scene, whether it's just really, really quality mid-level stuff or, you know, some some fancy, you know, smancy stuff, too, that's, that's, that's right. That's been dropped around um, town, so to speak. All right, out of bounds, ESPN 1059 The Zone. We've got some audio for you that we're about to drop, and it is good, good, good. Hope you're doing well. Want to say good morning. Thanks for making us your sports and entertainment show of choice in the great state of Mississippi. The show is always brought to you by, on a championship Monday, Farm Bureau Insurance. As Jake Mangum tells us, hey, go local, go with the home team, bundle your car and home and save with your local farm bureau insurance agent. We are going to have one heck of a football season. We have been working uh, for the last few months on the 2022 football season. As I said earlier, you'll have MRA football on either Thursday or Friday night this year. You'll have Mississippi State football. Yes, it's always good to have an SEC team um, on your station. You'll have uh, Mississippi State football on ESPN 105.9 The Zone. Then we're going to drop a bunch of other stuff throughout the year. Blake and I will be heading to the Golden Moon Casino Sportsbook uh, real, real soon, maybe even this week. And we will land there several times. We're also planning a little golf, sportsbook, Philip M's, and that's all coming together nicely. Uh, it's a wonderful place to stop by and hang out. Uh, we'd love for you to go to prrsports.com or just download the PRR Sports app. And that way, when you get on property, you can, uh, you know, you can make whether it's whatever you're comfortable with 10 bucks, 20 bucks, 200 bucks, and, and drop a little cheddar and see if you can win a game with the dogs or the Rebs or whoever's playing or win totals and so on. Remember, Bartu says go over on Southern Miss. Go over on the Southern Miss Golden Eagles. And there's a lot of momentum behind the LSU Tigers and going over on their win total, too. And then I know most of the Mississippi State and Ole Miss fans will probably go over because you're all excited about your team. We've got a returning quarter, starting quarterback from about a year and a half in Startville in Will Rogers. Feel like he's been there forever and he's a true junior. Uh, so it's not not really that long. And then we're still trying to see what's going to happen as far as QB1 at Ole Miss with Jackson Dart transfer from Southern Cal or Luke Altmeyer from Startville High School. Luke played here and there last year. And, of course, 
that was the last time we saw Ole Miss football. He was uh, he was the quarterback. Corral got hurt late first, early second, somewhere in there. And Luke Altmaier took over the reins in the Sugar Bowl against the Baylor Bears. And then we'll have all sorts of stuff going on in, in recruiting and so on. want to throw this out real quick before we drop this audio. Where is Right here. On theathletic.com, there's an article this morning on with Jim Harbaugh. And Harbaugh's talking about name, image, likeness. And he's, he's a proponent, advocate, of sharing the TV money with the players. And now that the Big Ten is rolling and they're going to be at $100 million a team per team per year, sooner than later, Harbaugh and, and one of the Michigan board of directors who's some big wig um, said, hey, that, that's the way we need to go. With the explosion in media rights that has enriched schools and conferences at a dizzying pace, uh, Jim Harbaugh and the athletic director and this board of regents, um, they're like, hey, we need to share the TV money with players, and maybe that gives them an opportunity to regulate it a little bit more. It will be regulated at some point. I don't know to what extent. It's the wild, wild west right now with all the collectives and initiatives that have been created through boosters. Um, I wonder how that looks as far as um, a salary cap, kind of a union, and regulated to the point where each school can decide how much they want to allocate to name image likeness through their TV meteorites money? And will we always have the private side of the collective and the initiative through the boosters? Or will they eventually merge and come consolidate under one umbrella? And then will the conferences decide if we go, and, and I could get be getting way ahead of myself as far as college football and basketball and baseball and so on. But if this kind of continues to evolve and play out, and I think they'd rather keep it out of the courts, but they've done a poor job of that the last several decades. If that all happens, would you see the conferences le- through legislation giving you a salary cap of some sort through TV media rights money? Everybody can spend, I'm just going to throw out a number. Everybody can spend $8 million a year on however many sports, but that's that's the deal. Blake? You have to have an overarching governing body to institute those types of actions, and why would the SEC... Right now, the NCAA has no power, so why would the SEC or the Big Ten pigeonhole their athletic departments before the other one does, right? Why would I limit my group before I see what True. your your group? Of course, you can always are? change, but yeah, I, I see what you're. I see what you're saying. I'm not going to handicap my my conference. Um, or maybe you just say each team can decide for themselves. Is this move by Jim Harbaugh really about sharing money, or is this just a genius placating to recruit PR move? Given what he didn't do in this offseason, which is care about Michigan. Uh, it could be a combination of the two. Uh, he, he knows what he says like isn't changing anything right now, right? Uh, 
Yes, but boy, there seems to be another article that there is some current within the Big Ten meetings. Uh, I'm sorry, that there is some discussion within the Big Ten meetings and Fox and the other media rights partners that NIL pay uh, using some of this money for name image likeness has come up several times. Yeah. So we'll see. It's now, let's con- switch. Okay. Go ahead. I was going to say it's going to continue to come up because we're in the industry of now social movement. So the players union, quote unquote, the players getting together like that, it's always going to continue to be a discussion. Yeah. Everything we do moving forward, it's going to be a discussion. And I don't know when we'll transition out of the wild, wild west, but I would think we've got at least 36 months, about three years, give or take, to maybe create, you know, before you, you've got to get a college football uh, commissioner first. Correct. And once you get a college football commissioner, executive director, COO, whatever you want to call him, then maybe some thing, and and what I think SEC and Big Ten will get together Mm -hmm. and say, here's who we can live with. Here's how we want it structured, mm-hmm. and this is the new way with everything that's going on, both bigger TV media rights money and name, image, likeness, and everything else. Yeah. Out of Bounds, ESPN 105.9 The Zone, brought to you by Farm Bureau Insurance. Bundle your car and home and save with your local Farm Bureau Insurance agent. Tom Luganbill will join us at 8.30 on the Yingling Lager guest line. So, y'all, uh, Pete Golding is the defensive coordinator at the University of Alabama, and he's been labeled, I don't want to surprise you, isn't this amazing? Everybody that goes to Alabama is an elite, amazing, super recruiter. How do they do that? I, it might have more to do with the pullover and golf shirt than the person. Just an idea. This is Pete Golding, defensive court, who played at Delta State or coached at Delta State. I can't remember. Anyway, he's got Delta State ties. Pete Golding, defensive coordinator at Alabama, talking about how he recruits to the Crimson Tide. Hey, I work for the greatest coach of all time at the University of Alabama. What the hell's wrong with you? That's what he tells recruits. <laughs> Seriously, that's what, uh, that's what he tells recruits. Hey, I work for the greatest coach of all time at the University of Alabama. What the hell's wrong with you? It's not the guys that go through the programs at Bama, Georgia, Southern Cal. It's, it's the visor, the pullover, oh, and the golf shirt. That's the greatest line I've like. <laughs> all all our assistant coaches are elite recruiters. You want to play for Nick Saban, boy? Come on, let's go. Yeah, I let's mean, play. You know, I let's play some football. Put the put the ball down and come get some. Nick Saban, roll tide. Well, <laughs> all all these guys. It's funny how these top five, six, seven, eight programs all have super recruiters. It's yeah. not like anybody who's a, an assistant under John Calipari <laughs> is an elite recruiter. If I'm at Kansas in basketball, isn't it funny how when I put on a Kansas, that cool blue Kansas pullover, and I fly into a major metropolitan area like Chicago, New York. I start recruiting well. Or L.A. Yeah. Or Atlanta. Or when I show up at this big AAU basketball tournament, I've got a little more. I can get in. You can get in with any. You may not. You're not going to land them all, even at Bama, even at Kansas. But you can get in with anybody. It's like the Duke pullover. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. 100%. You know, Kirby Smart. Yeah. Jimbo Fisher. What? Uh, now that's Ag- a, that's Aggie, an interesting Aggie way. pride, baby. A&M on the chest. What's up? I love a I love talking about A&M. I love Jimbo Fisher. Some rap poison there, but, you know.
it's really despicable. It really is. We're live in the Bank Plus studio. Good morning. Welcome in. The show is powered by MississippiSportsMedicine.com. Also presented by the Golden Moon Casino Sportsbook. And Championship Mondays are always brought to you by Farm Bureau in- Insurance. Bundle your car and home and save with your local Farm Bureau Insurance agent. Football season is here, and it's a, it's an exciting time because most teams have hope. We'll discuss on the other side. 